Welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And our friend Aaron is joining us again. Hi, Hi Aaron. How are you? Doing well. And today we're going to talk about a new film. It's called Free Guy. And Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, Free Guy is directed by Sean Levy. And it stars Ryan Reynolds, where he plays a character called Guy. Guy is a background character in a video game. So, I mean, some of you listening may have played video games before, and, you know, you're the, the star of it. You're the player. Um, and then in the background, there are all these other players running to and fro or fulfilling, you know, pre-programmed roles about, you know, things that they do in the background of the game. Guy is one of those characters. Uh, except one day, he starts to kind of break his programming. Um, Jodie Comer is in this. She is a, an actual live human being who's in the game playing it. Um, she knows a character played by Joe Keery called Keys. Um, so it's 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 about um, video games and video game characters, both human and um, programmed. And it's it's a it's a lot of fun. So Aaron, what did you think? <laughs> I you summed it up there perfectly for me. <laughs> I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, the, I mean, on a plot level, on a story level. It's kind of dumb. And if you think too hard, you've already told me twice now you're overthinking this. I think if you think too hard about what's going on, you kind of go, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't erase how fun the movie is. If you if you play, and, and, you know, I've got children and my wife's a big video gamer. So we there's a lot of video games in my house. And so there's a lot to this movie that I enjoyed just because, well, here's a great example. My children love to watch YouTube videos of other children playing <laughs> video games and all of those little snippets that they show through this movie, those are all people that I see on a daily basis because my kids are watching them on YouTube all the time. <laughs> so there's a lot of insider stuff too. I mean, in, inside humor uh, for, you know, for people that play video games or enjoy video games. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun and there's some genuine, genuine laughs in this movie. Uh, it's very funny. Um, Ryan Reynolds... I kind of go back and forth with Ryan Reynolds on whether I like Ryan Reynolds or not. It sort of seems like the, he's got this sort of Deadpool shtick that he keeps doing over and over and over again. And it, he seemed kind of restrained in this movie. He, he wasn't as, as big with it. So I appreciated him more in this. Um, I really liked Jodie Comer. I really thought she was really great. And, and cause she essentially plays a dual role. Um, <laughs> I thought she was really great. Um, I mean, wh- what do you want? If you want, <laughs> if you want a k- k- kind of pseudo silly, action packed comedy, this this fit perfectly. I mean, it was it, it turned out to be exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah i I liked it quite a bit. I felt that um, it is it is kind of derivative of some other movies. Um, uh, Truman Show comes to mind. Um, at the same time, I've, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen Truman Show. This this movie takes, I think, a more comedic tone. And if you like Ryan Reynolds, um, I think you'll like this movie because he's in it a lot, and it's his. You're right; it's kind of his 
his Deadpool shtick. And I think he was in a recent movie that we saw, and I kind of complained about getting a little tired of that. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was just thinking of Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which I was in on, actually. The last yes. time we saw the movie together. Yeah, and I, I was a little tired of it there. You're right, it is a little more restrained here. And it's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the tone of the movie is just a little lighter, and I appreciate, appreciated that. Kind of also just liked the, the kind of, I don't know if you call it the moral of the story, but, you know, finding your own... It's, it's, it's going to sound trite, but finding your own purpose, finding your own <laughs> happiness, and, you know, not shooting everybody. <laughs> um, so I, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, it is kind of, yeah, if you think too much into it, it's kind of doesn't make a lot of sense, and it's kind of silly. And when you, when you think about programs, how everything that happens in a, in a program has to, be, has to be programmed, and so things happen that, you know, you really maybe couldn't happen. Um, but I do, know, I do know also that programs can get very complicated and act in ways that you don't expect. So um, perhaps that's what's happening here. So I, I found it very interesting and enjoyable. I, yeah, I enjoyed this quite a bit too. It is certainly not breaking any new ground. Um, but that aside, I mean, it's a fun movie. Like I said, at the outset, I don't know any kind of better way to describe it than it being fun. Like I mentioned earlier, Sean Levy did direct this. Um, we were looking at his filmography before we started recording, and I think maybe the best thing he's done is the original Night at the Museum. He also did this, the sequels <laughs> and some other various films. <laughs> but I think he's he's done well here. I think the visual effects here are good. It helps when some of the visual effects are supposed to, you know they're not real, right? Mm-hmm. It's because half of this movie takes place in a video game, or maybe more than half. Um yeah, so it was it was fun. A, a, few, a few things, you know, I was watching this, and whenever I watch a movie that I'm intending to talk about later on this podcast, well, I do have my final number that keeps flipping around in my head. Like, okay, what? And for a long time, I was like, this movie, movie getting like an eight and a half. At one point, it was like a nine, <laughs> but then it kind of settled at an eight and a half. And then I think I'm going to a little bit lower, and that's for a couple of reasons. One. Um, there is, and I mean, maybe I'm just too sensitive because I'm I'm a gay man, but there's some mild homophobia in this. I noticed that too. Yeah, which, I mean, I was trying to just kind of play along and laugh at, but a little bit. I mean, there's a couple of instances where I just was like, um, I don't know if I really think this is funny. Um, and so there's that. And then uh, the movie's an hour and 55 minutes long. And after a while, it felt like it was going on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just... And that happens sometimes with movies that I think that are, A, big budget, and two, you can tell they are really trying to... And maybe audiences really want this, but they're really trying to give the audiences, like, you know, bang for their buck, right? It's, it's going to be, you know, tried and true climax and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, just wrap this up. Not that I'm thinking the movie's bad, because I, I think this is a good movie, but I'm also like, it's... It's, it's going on a little bit too long in, in certain parts. Uh, but that aside, um, I, thought, I thought it was good, and I thought the acting was, was good. Ryan Reynolds, um, and this is going to be very shallow of me, but there's a part of me that tires of his kind of sarcastic shtick, which actually is kept at bay pretty well in this movie. But then like every time, every time I look at him, I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. 
So <laughs> I'll let it slide. Uh, Jody Comer's finding this. Uh, Lil Ray Howery, who um, you know has been in a few things like Get Out. I think most people know him from Get Out. Uh, he's he's really really good in this. So yeah, no, I liked it. You have to mention uh, because I spent the entire movie trying to figure out how I knew him, and then it turns out that Dad, how is his name pronounced? That plays uh, Antoine. Taika Waititi. Yeah, Ty- Ty- yeah, that guy, Taika Waititi. I mean, I, I like the movies that he's directed. I mean, he did Thor Ragnarok, which is you know one of my favorite movies of the last several years. And uh, he's a very funny man, and he's very funny in this role. Um, I was, like I said, I spent the entire movie trying to figure out who it was, and then when I saw who it was, I was like, why didn't I recognize him? He's a, he's a cameo in the new Suicide Squad movie too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think I appreciate him more as a director. Yeah, as an actor. I do too. I like Joe Joe Rabbit. He did yeah, that yeah. Right. I like that a lot myself. Um, I, I agree with you, Matt, that this movie went on too long. And I, I'll say that I liked the first two thirds of the movie a lot. And then the last third kind of lost me because it just kind of degenerated into a bunch of special effects. And um, yeah, it kind of kind of lost the the personal emotional impact that the first two thirds had. Um but, you know, aside from that, um, I liked it. But, yeah, it had, like, it's one of those movies that had several endings, and I was ready for it to be over, mm-hmm. for sure. I uh, appreciated what you said there about the Truman Show, because that occurred to me as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, And watching it, you've already used the word derivative. Many, many movies, Groundhog Day popped into my head at one <laughs> right. point. Oh, yeah, this yeah. was very derivative of Groundhog Day. And then I Last Action Hero, um, which apparently these guys have never seen, but I love, uh, reminded me of it a lot. Um so no, there's nothing new here, but I, I, part of it might be that I needed something kind of light and fun <laughs> and, uh, and this fit that bill. I mean, it's very funny. Has some good needle drops. That's the, I guess the terminology oh, yeah, is nowadays. Yeah. And a lot of songs that are dropped in here that I like, including a uh, digital underground, which is yeah. you know, a little poignant yeah. given the, you know, death earlier this year of the lead singer. Well, there yeah. was a, 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 we won't spoil it, but there was a cameo. In the movie that made me go, oh. The fact the whole audience went, yeah, oh. Yeah. That, that, was, that, was a, that was a nice cameo. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the needle drops. So this is another thing that reminded me of Deadpool. You have these kind of incongruous <laughs> needle drops. There's a big action scene set to <laughs> That's Mama Cass. Mama um, Cass. <laughs> play your own kind of music. <laughs> I love that. I thought of Deadpool, too. Because <laughs> Angel of the morning. Right. <laughs> uh, one thing I just want to mention real quick is, you know, uh, this is about sort of a, uh, you know, a, a background programmed character kind of kind of coming to life in the in, within the confines of the game, and they label it as like you know AI, right? And one thing I liked about it is, you know, it, it sort of it didn't dwell on it, but it, it did kind of get mildly philosophical about like mm-hmm. what, what happens with, you know, if that occurs. Mm-hmm. And that's something I thought about in the real world. Cause you know, if, if you read any tech news, it feels like companies are always trying to like, they're working toward an AI or you hear talk of maybe someday we'll have an AI. And I've always thought like, well, what are the moral ramifications of that? If you create an artificial intelligence, you know, you, in my opinion, you would have to give it free will. We couldn't keep it as, um, you know, we, we couldn't tell it what to do per se. We couldn't keep it as a servant. We couldn't task it with things. We would have to offer the, you know, give it an option. Say, hey, what do you want to do? Otherwise, they're slaves. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we move beyond that. Uh, this doesn't get that deep. No. But <laughs> no. it does touch a little bit. It sort of skims the surface of, of um, 
you know, what happens if AI does develop? Yeah. Well, and it poses some questions too about, well, I, I, I wouldn't say it poses some questions. That makes the movie sound much more deep than it is. <laughs> but it does talk a lot about monotony and the routine mm-hmm. and breaking from the routine and doing something new for yourself, um, doing something different and new for yourself just for the sake of saying that you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, that was good. So um, score time. Aaron, what do you give this? I would give it an 8. Yeah, Ashley. I really enjoyed it. 7.5. Okay. Um, I'm giving it an 8 as well, and our score is a 7.8. And it's on the tomato meter. It has a certified fresh 82% from critics and a 95% from audiences. Uh, I will note that I think this is the... I was actually counting this with somebody on Twitter the other day. <laughs> this is the 18th movie I've seen in a theater this year. All since April. I think Aaron actually, you were with us when we made our return to the movie theaters to since, see since King COVID. Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this is now the 18th one I've seen uh, since then. And uh, I will say that, um, at least in our anecdotal attendance of, of those 18 movies, this had, I think, the biggest crowd. Yeah, it was a good sized crowd here. <laughs> yeah. We did, uh, you, well, you noticed it. I noticed it too. It was an older crowd. It was. Which surprised me given the. Um, I mean, and I say older, I mean, well, obviously we're all in our forties, but even older than us, uh, which surprised me given that it's, you know, it's a Ryan Reynolds comedy about video games. It, it, I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's gotten some good press and I know that, uh, I think last week it had a better than expected box office opening. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe people are like, I heard this new Ryan Reynolds movie. It's really good. It's called free guy. Yeah. Let's. Let's go take in a show. I, I don't know. Well, give it what for. <laughs> All right. 7.8 from us. That's free guy. Uh, it's, it's recommended. Yes. All right. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. No, thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.